0: Hey Jay in the house. So, all right. So, so uh, we're gonna take some time to do some questions today. But before we do some questions, we did promise to talk to you guys about uh, some uh, intimacy intimacy stuff. So, uh, for our for our uh, purposes today, so we're on the same page. Spend some time talking about some sacred sex, sacred sex, sacred sex and and this is the thing like uh y- you know in in we're not trying to compare ourselves to anybody but in certain churches they probably don't talk about sex or intimacy or things of that nature it's all through the bible um song of solomon is dedicated to talking about intimacy and the effects of intimacy the emotions uh um uh, being hot and bothered is all through Song of Solomon, <laughs> you know, so so it's all through the Bible, uh, so we want to take some time to talk about it, so we're on the same page, we probably won't get into like a, a detailed Bible study version of it, we'll do that, uh, we'll have a time, where we'll just spend a whole service just talking about it, but uh, it's something that's always on the surface and if you don't get to the root of something, you know, that's when people find themselves getting hurt and kind of stumble and get, and get themselves into deep trouble. Uh, so, so, so we want to talk about sacred sex, but we can't talk about it without talking about lust and love, or love and lust, or however you want to do it. And basically, you know, when we when we cross over to to live this Christian life. One of the things we try to cross over, as my wife always talks about, is the fruit of the spirit. You know, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, faith, goodness, uh, uh, meekness, uh, uh, gentleness, and temperance, self-control. And so when we take on the fruit of the spirit, we take on the, the 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 leading of the Holy Spirit. It helps us to walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh what that assists us in doing is controlling our emotions and our cravings. Mm-hmm. Controlling our emotions and our cravings. You know, basically, we're, so we're trying to grow from a carnal mind and that's a fleshly influenced mind uh, or being carnal mind, being led by our flesh and our feelings. We want to get beyond just being led by our flesh and our sphere, our feelings and be spiritually minded. The scripture says to be carnally minded Romans 8 is death to be uh, spiritually minded is life and peace to be carnally minded fleshly minded our feelings I'm just moved by my feelings only uh, Matthew 26 41 says the spirit is indeed willing but the flesh is weak the spirit is indeed willing but the flesh is weak so we want to feed the willing not the weak these are scriptures we talk about a lot here at Ayers Christian Center Church so what we're, what we're highlighting just to open up here is we have sexuality, sensuality, and spirituality. Sexuality, sexuality, our sexuality, our sensuality, and our spirituality. You know, if we're led by our flesh, you know, that's our sexuality. If we're led by our feelings, that's our sensuality. If we're led by the spirit, obviously that's our spirituality. And so God gave us all those things for a reason, but the, 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 the lead voice... Or the first influence or the first responder has to be our spirituality. That's why the scripture tells us Galatians 5.16, walk in the spirit, you should not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You know, I'll say this respectfully, but it's true. That's why we live in such a society that is so off because, like, we're changing everything. Uh, Whether shows we watch, how we navigate through the course of a day, how we operate on our workplace, but... We're playing off of sexuality, like everything is playing off of sexuality, With TV show, sexuality. And that's not supposed to be the first voice, it's a part of our life, but it shouldn't be the lead of our life. Or our feelings, a lot of times everybody's in their feelings, and you know, everybody wants to be an advocate for things that we should challenge. We want to pacify things in society that we should challenge people to grow out of. So we're making it comfortable for people to stay immature. We're making it comfortable for people not to grow up, and that's not fair to them. Also, we could be liked. See, that's feelings. Everything is feelings. You know, I was watching the show, and this, this kid's off to, he was off to well, way, he was a way, way, way out here. And when, when, when he ended up uh, he ended up ODing off of all types of stuff, and really he was really set up to be OD. Somebody actually, he, he, he knew a truth that they didn't want him to tell, so the guy gave him... He, he had a, a history of drug addiction. So the guy gave him a little bit of drugs, knowing that when he... And then he gave him the bad news that he didn't want to hear. A friend of his died. Because he knew the combination would make him want more. And instead of him, hey, give me those back. He said, give me those back. <laughs> like, he didn't really, He wanted him to OD. And he ended up in a, a sane asylum, spaced out. But the parent, the mom, didn't say we need to do things different the mom said it's everybody else's fault that doesn't help the person right and, and that's the thing we're in that but once again we playing off of feelings and and sexuality versus spirituality you have a thought there
1: yeah no i think that's good um and the thing about it is we are a spirit we have a soul and we live in a body right and 1 Thessalonians uh, talks about, um, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So when the reason why I thought about that uh, and, and a lot of the things that you shared was really good, because what happens is if we focus more on us being sexual beings, then everything that we do will be... Uh, Basically, um, that'd be kind of like the, the, the center of what we do, like the essence of who we are. We are spirit more than we are sexually, and we're, 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 we're spirit more than we are even the body. You know, when the, when the body dies, it literally, the spirit man still lives. The body is what dies. And so, you know, a lot of times we put a lot of emphasis on the sexual part of it. If you even think about um, homosexuality, See, think about it. It's not necessarily the spirit of the person; it's the sexual orientation of the person, if that makes sense. So this is when people say, "This is who I am." No, you are a spirit first, <laughs> uh, and and you uh, are leaning more to that being who you, who, the essence of who you are. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So you you know, it's it's uh, if we don't understand that we are spirit beings first and we have a body a physical body and we have a soul then we'll get confused and we'll will will uh feed one over the other like we'll make will like a, one of the things he would always say is what you feed the most becomes the strongest so if you feed your spirit man it's going to be strong enough to handle what the flesh Always, wants you know the flesh really represents the body. The body uh, is hungry; it eats. <laughs> the body wants uh, you know have sexual appetites. It's going to want to get fed. But if you feed your spirit, man, it can des- decipher which one is r- good for the spirit and the uh, soul and body. <laughs> it 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 can literally guide your life. See, we should be guided by the spirit, not our flesh. See. And oftentimes we get in relationships. <clears throat> we get in relationships where we end up really, uh, the, the, uh, the relationship will guide our flesh. Oftentimes, you know, we compromise, we settle for less. Why? Because our flesh at that point is, is leading us, not the spirit. See, the spirit man knows exactly what to accept and what to reject. But if we are walking, if we're not walking in the spirit, then we'll, we'll end up settling for less. We'll allow uh, people that we know good and doggone well is not looking at the way we're going, not even wanting to get in line with the way we're going, uh, doesn't know how to respect or honor, um, and we'll, we'll compromise and settle instead of just... The spirit man is like saying no. The spirit man always, really, the Holy Spirit dwells on each, in, on, in, on the inside of each one of us, and the spirit of God is always like nudging us. He's always trying to convict us. He's always trying to scratch at our hearts to let us know, nah, this is not right. But what do we do? We ignore it because if our uh, spirituality is not strong enough, it literally will, di- the, the flesh will dominate the spirit, man, almost like what you always say, you, you know, back up off me, get, you know, like, like uh, a it. you know, no, no, this is what I want. And I don't care at all cost. So I, I think it was uh, good that you talked about that, because we have to see ourselves as spirit beings first. Not, you know, sexual beings, not even, uh, you know, uh, soulish people. We, yes, we do have a soul, but we should not be led by the soul. We should be led by the spirit.
0: See, see this is the thing, like, uh, it's, it's our life has a lot to do with pleasure, mm-hmm. right? Pleasure is pleasure's a part of our life. Like, like just because you're Christian doesn't mean that you, uh, <laughs> you have no pleasure. You don't like, look, 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 I don't want to eat no chocolate chocolate chip cookies. Yes, I do. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, so pleasure is a part of your life. Sexuality is a part of your life. The thing is, it's a part of your life. When it becomes your life, that's when things get flipped. And and the thing is, what happens is your brain uh, pulls on what we'll use feelings or, or sensations. The sensation Actually, is a signal to let your uh, to let you know that there's an opportunity for pleasure. Mm. That opportunity for pleasure is supposed to be recognized and dealt with by the spirit. But let's say if the spirit has been punked, shut down, and not fed, well, then now you're leaving it up to the flesh or the feelings to make a decision, because you have to recognize. If you don't recognize that pleasure, it ain't going away. Now it becomes, a, you know, you fiend, it. <laughs> right? You're in the flesh. So you recognize now, so you say, well, am I supposed to recognize it? You know, that might get me in trouble. No, you if the spirit is operating, the spirit knows when to move forward or when to catch. Cast down imaginations and every high thing and exalt itself against the knowledge of God, bring every thought into captivity, obedience to Christ Jesus. The Spirit Man knows to, to say, Well, I walk in the Spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. This, because there's there's a lot of things you may, I mean, it could be uh, hey, this is an opportunity for pleasure to enjoy driving this car, to enjoy purchasing these shoes, or whatever the case may be. You know, so the spirit man knows how to filter everything where it's a part of your life and it doesn't consume you. Because there's a lot of, like, like food is actually a part of our life, we know that, right? Uh-huh. But if, if the spirit man is not governing our diet, what happens? <laughs> and, and what, we get in trouble, we have health problems, we out of way. We deal with depression because we're not in the shape we want to be or people ain't looking at us or adoring us the way we want. Yeah, it's like we hold other people hostage and put them in bondage all because what? We've let our flesh get out of control. Mm. If, if we let our flesh get out of control lust-wise, let, okay, people online, people in here, let's be honest with ourselves. When we're out of control lust-wise, we get in a lot of arguments. There's a lot of misunderstanding. There's a lot of insecurities. There's a lot of fights. Okay, I, I, I'm working on my sarcasm. I was going to say, can I get an amen, but that, that would have been a little sarcastic. <laughs> that would have been a little sarcastic. Uh, so, so w- w- but the point there is like, 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 so when we understand that, we can't trust our flesh and our feelings. Because we get in a lot of trouble, you know. I, I watch a lot of people. I love, I, I love these people, but I watch them almost like punk you to stay in the flesh. But what they don't realize, they're punking you to stay in quicksand. You know, they'll punk you to stay in an abusive relationship. Uh, now, when I say abusive relationship, it is not always people. The abusive relationship could be with uh, Jack. you know, you know, uh, it could be with whatever Patron or whatever everybody drinking, Ciroc, whatever, whatever, whatever whatever name you want to give it. That could be. That's an abusive relationship too. And people have fought to maintain these relationships with Mary, last name Jane, right? (laughs) People have fought. (laughs) That's weed for those that don't know the code. The Rick James code. All right, so <laughs> people have fought for these different things, and and you watch them uh, running the quicksand, or 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 you know the mouse with the wheel, and so 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 the way you can gauge if you're clouded or not, look at where you are, look at where you've been, and if they look the same, <laughs> right, right, it's <That's laughs> really good. If, if you look the same. You you <laughs> could measure the relationship. Look at where it's been, and look at where it's at if 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 you if you get this look like hmm, wait a minute, nothing's changed you you might be caught up, you know like uh uh Percy King and them in the lightning the, What was it in the lightning King or whatever in the movie where they ate the lotus flowers and you know no, they and they 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 were stuck in time. remember we did the message on stuck in Time they were stuck in time, the lesser have you stuck in time. you ever thought about that
1: no, that was really good because <laughs> you know i I was thinking about. When you said that uh, being in relationships and um, you know ending one, starting a new, but the but the one was just like the new. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, how did that happen? Different two people, and then on to the next, the third person, and before you know it, I've dated the same person five times. Isn't that interesting? How that can happen? That literally can happen. Common you, denominator. Com- me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's common denial, right? They just
1: had different hair, or you know, <laughs> different color, you know, <laughs> tall or short or whatever.
0: I broke that thing up. I right. <laughs> <laughs> right, so so remember lust steals your. W- we talked about this the other week. Uh, Pastor Mel had. Uh, d- uh, man, I was supposed to give them the website. What is it? It's Uh. uh it's. Say. Is it purity?
1: It is.
0: You can be pure. or something. It
1: says uh, purity is, possible.com. Yeah, puri- purity is possible.com. yeah,
0: purity is possible Yeah, purity is possible
1: I believe in that. You'll see the study that deals with uh, pornography, and it's very interesting when you read it uh, on your own. But, uh, but the science behind pornography is what it really is, and and how it affects the human mind right yeah
0: and that's what I wanted to get into you know so you you go you can go uh, get all the details for yourself and we'll discuss it next time we talk about sacred sex uh, but for today realize that when you get caught up in pornography and lust it steals things from you without your permission so it'll steal your focus people that are caught up in in, in that w- we use porn because that was a part of the study but, but people get in a porn, that's a form of lust, but we can attach this to whether it's uh, we're lusting after drugs or food. or food or drinking, but it'll take away your focus. You'll lose focus. Like you're not able, you're literally, this is not, we're not, this is not a game. You're literally not able to focus. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, you're unproductive if you can't f- stay focused, if you're all over the place. Uh, The other thing it is still is your liberty. You find yourself bound. Like you're not free um, to operate like you want to. You lose your connection to others. So when you get caught up in in lust and porn, like you lose your connection. What I mean by lose your connection is, you know, you could look at, you know, especially when we're young and we grow, we have a genuine connection or early in a relationship, and then people get caught up in, and lust and things of that nature, and, it's, and they start to disengage now. Now you can't look at the person in the eye. Now the person's talking, and you overhear somewhere. Like you, you, uh, you, know, you go to see the people that you really relate to in church, and you really can't lock in with them. Um, why? Because what lust does is it, um, it feeds fears, and it has you avoiding engagement. You know, because that flesh, anytime you feed the flesh, you're going to, uh, people that deal with, uh, that are fighting through porn and different things of that nature, they have high levels of anxiety. You know, a lot of times they'll go, well, I'm just dealing with anxiety. I don't know where it's coming from. Or high levels of paranoia. Why? Because you're feeding the flesh. You're feeding the flesh, you're going to feed fears. So you'll find yourself dealing with your worst case scenarios. It's all about worst case scenarios. And it's not because you're evil. It's just these are, are uh, symptoms that are attached to uh, being caught up in lust. It Lust clouds you. Mm. It just, and, and it creates blind spots. And so that's why you, you find yourself arguing or being defensive or can't nobody tell you what to do. Or you actually got a great reason to be stuck in the mud. And then when that when that's, when that day's passed, you done came up with even a more special reason. When I say stuck in the mud, um, we talk about stuck in time or, or not being able to advance and elevate. If we don't take on these, uh, uh, we're going to call them the world's delicacies or these poisons, we are designed to elevate. We're designed for greatness. So greatness is inevitable uh, I, I learned this uh, when I was doing Bible study at Ohio State. For me, if you walked into Ohio State and you made, and, and you were recruited on that team, you had the NFL to lose, meaning that just being on a team, if you just embraced their system, it would be very hard for you not to go to the NFL. The way you would look, not go is if you fought the system got lazy, didn't embrace the system, but it was designed for you to, to go. Whereas you go to some schools, you gotta work to gain an opportunity to go to the next level. But a school like that, it's, it's a given. God's life, when we sign on a God's life, if we don't bring in these other poisons and, and uh, kryptonites, we're designed to have a healthy relationship, we're designed to prosper, we're designed for greatness. When we can't shake these vices, these vices are sitting around like uh, leeches, sapping the greatness and the fulfillment out of us
1: that's good okay.
0: all right so let's 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 get into just a little more on sex and intimacy um it was designed for commitments not compromise so so uh you know God designed sex and intima- intimacy for commitments not compromise. You know, just like marriage. Marriage is, is a commitment It's designed to be selfless about love, not selfish about lust. Lust is selfish. It's all about self. And if you, just like if you participate in lust, if I participate in lust all day and I get with my wife, all I'm doing is, it's intimacy. All I'm doing is sowing selfishness into her. And then we just gonna be arguing all the time. Right, so it's, it's a dangerous game to play because what it does is, when you start to 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 live off a of lust, you lose your passion for each other. You 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 lose that uh, pursuit. You lose the pursuit, and now it's kind of like you 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 could just be going through the motions. And this happens in all in in relationships. When I was in the world, you know, there was a there was a something in the pursuit. You know, when you you know <laughs> you trying to. Uh, We'll just say conquer. We'll use the word conquer. So you're trying to conquer. But then once you've conquered, I, I used to try to talk to people. Like I just, it just wasn't there. See, because it, was, it, was, it wasn't a covenant. It wasn't, covenant would have dr- drawn us together. See, compromise, intimacy and compromise actually pushes you further apart. One ties you, it ties you together in love. The other one, I'm, I'm sorry, it, it tightens our love connection. Mm-hmm. So if, if we're intimacy, it tightens us because we become more, more and more as one. If we're in a covenant and we have sex. If we're not in a covenant, it, it, uh, we, we're divided, but we can't, we can't get away from each other. Like, like we're, we're in the same room, the same house. For some reason, we can't leave. We can't stand each other. We're getting on each other's nerves. We're arguing all the time, but we're stuck. Mm. Because by what? Because now we're tied. It's called a soul tie. Mm -hmm. See, that's not a spiritual oneness. It's a soul tie. So my feelings won't allow me to walk away, Mm. even though I'm being abused. I'm being broken down. uh, I'm being um, uh, demeaned or emasculated. Right, and that's the setup when you when when you're getting intimate outside of um outside of a covenant,
1: yeah, if I could yeah, say this sure. um also um what lust does is it it literally steals your want to like you know how you um you have a desire to do something. <laughs> and it's like really a strong desire but th- your, your want to is like zero it's like you don't have the energy you don't you don't have the patience in fact it's like you're just zapped with the want to you know what i mean like be um, yeah be, be writing a book it some of the goals whatever. you wanted to to meet you know it's just it steals your want to you know, I want to do this, but because of all the things I'm allowing myself to be exposed to, it zaps the, my ability to go ahead and pursue that which I want. So I know it sounds weird because no, if, if, you, right. if you really want something, you would think that, oh, I'll just do it. No, it doesn't happen that way. If you're in lust, it literally steals your ability to want, like to do. And so that, that was uh, something that I thought through when you said that.
0: So 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 remember this now like because you know love connects it's, it's, it's selfless. Lust disconnects is selfish. Mm-hmm. Love connects mm-hmm. is selfless. Lust disconnects is selfish. Love keeps you spiritually tight, we just said that, but lust keeps your soul tied or bound to the poison. Or kryptonite. You know, it keeps you bound, right?
1: Can I say something about sure. that? The reason why it disconnects you is because you don't need anybody else. That's it. To, fulfill, to fulfill that lust, you don't need nobody else. Yeah, all you need is yourself. <laughs> and whatever, you know, if, it, if it's a, 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 a computer, <laughs> you and the computer, <laughs> you and the food. Just you, and, you know, and you can enjoy yourself, man. Nice slip the food in there. Cool. Oh yeah, you the, the food, you know, uh, anything, you know, that that is uh, well, to, to define lust. It's, it's 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 any. It's not just sexual lust. It's food. It's it's,
0: it's, it's well. The thing is, it's self. Mm-hmm. It's all about self. Yeah. Like so, the reason. So, you, so I go in when I go in selfish. I go in with a disconnect. When I go in selfless, I go in giving to draw. See, because see, see, think about it, if I went to, a, went to uh, uh, a plot of land, and I went in selfish to take, I haven't put nothing in there yet. Taking is all about disconnecting, but if I went in to give, I've just started a relationship with this ground, and now I get to draw from the ground, but, but draw based on what? I had to give something. So it's unself unselfishness, man. Does it, it always creates uh, a, a merge? You know, God so loved the world that He gave. He has us chasing after Him and 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 fighting to get back into a relationship with Him because He gave. So He could have came here and said, "Man, please, I'm about I'm about to I'm about to, do, I'm about to blow this thing. I'm about to party. I'm gonna do what I want. I'm the man." We wouldn't be chasing after him. Think of how you feel about selfish people, even if you don't say nothing. It's just something about you know you you know you're in human resources, so you know I say they're bringing somebody aboard. You could tell if they're gonna be rolling or not based on if they're in there like yeah I'm, cause, you know I've always been sweet at every job I'm at, so I'm about to turn this place out. You know you sitting there looking at them like yeah this is gonna be a 90 day. <laughs> 90 days and they gone. <laughs> you know the person gone. But, but if a person is, is selfless, listen, everybody's attracted to that person for some reason. And, and they feel that they can trust them. Nobody so, trusts a selfish person.
1: So I just want to add this piece to it. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh, she's she
0: laughing, so gracious,
1: Okay, so the thing about <laughs> it is love. <laughs> love always looks to give, right? Yes. And so if you're loving in a relationship, well, then you're what? Loving to give. But if you're in a relationship with yourself, <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> then you're, you're, not giving, you're not giving yourself away at all. You're giving yourself to yourself. <laughs> In yeah. other words, you're you're not well and the think about food, like for instance Like, for instance, uh, you know, when you cross over to lust is when, with food, I'm saying, is when you have all this food (laughs) in front of you and you're like, oh, good, I got all this food here and can't nobody get none of it and I'm just gonna sit here till I just get, till I can't eat no more. You know, that becomes a lust at that point. But if you have food there and you're like, well, honey, look, I got food for both of us, you know, help yourself to whatever, well, that's giving. You know what I'm saying? So, But you know, some people literally—they will have their own, all their snacks and everything, you know—in their—in 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 their presence, and they are just as content as possible. And if you even as much ask for a piece of cake or a piece don't of don't even look away, right? Oh my gosh, they will look. They will. There was a, a young lady many years back when I was coming up. Really bring, I will bring it I up. I know
0: you talking about. A young you lady. You know who she talking about?
1: Many years back, uh, I was a young child, and this person talked to the camera. This person had tons of candy, y'all. I mean, tons bags. And she would eat it in front of me, in front of us. It was other small children. And she dared us to even ask. And I'm telling you, I was salivating at the mouth, wanting a piece of, just one piece. She would not give up off that candy. So, And to this day, she lusts for candy. She loves candy. She just loves candy, sweets and doesn't share and won't share, you know, and 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 that's when it crosses over. So love gives. You know, love is always wanting to uh give what it what it's you know having good things about. So in other words, if if I'm if I'm if I'm having some good uh benefits of something, I want to give, I want to share. I want to share it, I want to give it.
0: It's it's benevolent. You know, the yeah. scripture says the generous soul shall be made fat in our Proverbs uh Eleven twenty-five, but but it, uh, in this topic, and I I know she uh she, you know hit some angles and left it up to you guys' imagination. So what I'm about to say is probably gonna not leaving it up to your imagination. That's why we're doing this on Wednesday. Uh, but you know, so you have this, we have this issue of this selfish issue of masturbation, right? And so, well, um, yeah, cause it's, you know, because you'll hear this, well, the Bible. Well, what's wrong with that? The Bible don't say, at least I'm not having sex with nobody. And you have kids now in school, um, they'll even claim to be virgins. They'll claim to be virgins because they say, well, I'm not not having intercourse with anyone. And, of course, people don't rightly divide the word sometimes, not because they're evil. They just may not know, or, or maybe they haven't been taught. But when the scripture talks about sexual immorality, fornication is sexual immorality. That's covering any level of immorality. That's first Corinthians uh, 6, uh, 12 through 20, right? This tells us to flee fornication, any sexual impurity. So that would include masturbation. That would include pornography. That would include all those different things. And then so now now, now that's that's just your scripture on the umbrella of sexual immorality, right? But but if you read through, uh, I believe it's Genesis, and I'll, I'll, uh, or I'll find it for you at another time. I don't want to interfere with the, uh, the mics and, and go on the Internet. But there was a, there was a young lady that uh, lost her husband. So what they wanted the brother to do is to be intimate with her so she can have an heir. You know, because um, remember, the scripture says, have dominion, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, right? So the whole purpose of, the major purpose of intimacy is for reproduction, right? So according to the Bible, fruitful, multiply, replenish. So what Onan did, O N A N, O N A N, what he did was he just wanted the pleasure, selfish, lust. So the scripture says he spilled his seed. He didn't. He didn't plant his seed for fruitfulness, reproduction, multiplying. He spilled his seed, and God got him. (laughs) Right? That's Bible. Right? So that's why you know. Again, if if you don't understand the purpose of a thing, you'll abuse it. You know, so we have to watch uh, not using things for God's intended use, perverting it or twisting it for, from its intending use. That, that bothers God, you know, that because he knows that you didn't get that. That wasn't influenced because you were talking to people in the kingdom. That was influenced because you were talking to people from the adversary because the adversary is the perverter. He's the twister. He's the wicked one. So anytime we twist something, guys are now, it's almost like, you know, when kids are young and they come home. Like, who you been around? Who you been talking to? You been around that girl, haven't you? No, 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 no. no, I I ain't seen her all day. Yes, you have. You talking like them, acting like them. And you weren't doing that before. Where you learn that at? Right? And God knows when we're not around kingdom-minded folks. And I can almost see God You go to prayer Who you been around Who you been talking to I know who you been around Because I can tell by how you're acting And so So we want to avoid Some of these things That It's actually still In our Our ability To uh, Keep our momentum
1: That's (laughs) actually I'm sorry Actually Genesis 20 uh, 38 Verse 9 Is what that scripture is Oh
0: Onan's building the Mm -hmm. seed I got it Starred, Don't I
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah It says, and Onan knew that the seed should not be his, and it came to pass uh, when he went into his brother's wife that he spilled it on the ground, Hmm. lest that he should give seed to his brother. So he didn't didn't want to continue his brother's uh, lineage for him. right? See, so we don't want to let lust divide and conquer us. And, and, and you say well, how is lust dividing and conquering so, so scripture says Galatians 5.17 it says the flesh lusteth against the spirit so that you would not do the things that you would the, the, anytime you feed the flesh it's going to attack the spirit's willingness for you to, to uh, I don't want to say naturally evolve supernaturally evolve into the greatness God has designed for your life it's it's not because that's how the how the flesh operates. It's not personal. The flesh, the spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. That's what the scripture says. Right? So so the uh, Romans 13 14 says, "Make no provision for the flesh, fulfilling the lust thereof." Don't don't give the flesh any uh taste. Like any Defeated at all, like you know, I, I, what's the movie? Uh, it was Spider-Man Three, and it was just this little. Uh, was, uh, that's when they introduced Venom. Venom, this big black-looking Spider-Man, evil-looking Spider-Man with these sharp teeth. But it was just little, just this little black. I don't know. I, I'm gonna call it black evil. <laughs> little black evil, and it, it got on the guy's bike, just a little bit. But man, that thing took over him. Mm. He was a monster. Like it, it wasn't like the regular Spider Man, you know. Like it only takes that little, even though it's a little cartoon, it only takes a little bit. And so we can't allow ourselves um, to get to go that far. I wanted to read James 1 if, unless you had a thought. No, go ahead. Let's look at James 1, um, verse 12. Scripture we've talked about here before. And, and, and again, we're talking about relationship, relationship boot camp. We can't have effective relationships if we allow lust to get in between us. Uh, okay, so uh, verse 12, it says, Blessed is the man that endures temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive a crown of life, which the Lord has promised them that love him. It says, Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God uh, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. It says, for every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. It says, and when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And when sin is finished, it bringeth forth death. Mm-hmm. You know, so so that's where you get the phrase, it takes you uh, further you want to go, makes you stay longer than you want to stay. and makes you pay more than you want to pay takes you further than you want to go, makes you stay longer than you want to stay, and makes you pay more than you want to pay. So it doesn't... Um, anytime you... Because on the front end, we probably just want the initial pleasure. But we end up going further than we want to go. We stay longer than we want to stay, and we end up paying more than we want to pay. Oh. And, and and so so that's why it's not even an option, man. You can't even... Like you can't even entertain this stuff because you know why it's so unfair because it doesn't tell you how much you lose until you've lost it, like you don't get you you, you know like when you spend money, if you're honest with yourself if you spend money, you can see the bank account dwindling. like you like unless you're retarded, like you retard it like you you know like you ah, so if I do this and I do this and I do this, <laughs> you know so we get money. So, you know, we got to save, we got goals, but then we have, we can enjoy. But I'm monitoring every dime that I spend. Like, cause I know, okay, if I do this, I can't do this. If I do this, I can't do that. So that's cool, right? The thing about what lust costs you, it's taking money from you and you don't even know. Like, you think you're losing this amount, but then when you get your bill, (laughs) You get your bill and be like, whoa, 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 wait, what's all this? Oh, well actually it was uh, you know, there was a, a tax on this, um, well there was an extra fee for this. Well, there was a we didn't tell you, but the first time it, it the first time you did it, it cost you this. But each time you do it, it actually costs twice as much as it cost before. So it's exponentially, you, you pay exponentially on this thing. But my bad, we just didn't tell you. But you got to pay up. And that's what's so unfair about it. Did you have a thought?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, you hear us talking about, okay, don't walk in, the, well, walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Uh, you hear us talking about, based on what the scripture says, about don't fornicate, don't do this, don't do that. But one, I can just hear people saying, well, what the heck do I do? <laughs> because I have desires. I have these, these um these, these feelings that, that uh, you know, once a month or whatever the case is, you know, I've got these feelings. And so, what the heck do I do with them? And I think uh, what I wanted to share with you, just to encourage you, you know, um, w- one of the things that you, we have to look at is when that area of our life is stimulated, it's very difficult to turn it off. That's it. So, the goal is, is don't stimulate it. Now <laughs> that's that's that that's where the foresight is. That's where you know you're thinking ahead. Black. That's being proactive. That's making sure that you uh are are very intentional with the way you handle yourself. So if you know, you know, uh c- certain things about yourself that is going to take you and cross you over to now lusting, uh, even from a sexual standpoint. If you know what those things are, you know you 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 can't ignore that. You know what I mean? If you know, if if you know, you know I you know I, I just I, I'm so real. I, I'm not gonna. I, I know I got to be tactful. But if you, <laughs> if if if. If, put it like this the more you're proactive of not feeding into those sexual desires uh the easier it becomes uh, of of succumbing it
0: you can use like
1: so okay, so for instance, if you're watching sexual scenes in if you're if you're a single person, even if you're married and you're watching a sexual scene, well that's designed to, to, to actually create, you know, arousement. So you don't sit there and watch it. Like in its entirety, you know. Matter of fact, before they even show the actual scene, the music changes, and you know they getting you ready to when go. You know they go to the you, club. The club scene. You, you listen. You know when they get ready. <laughs> they start ready. kissing. The 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 strip club. You know they they are in a bar. It's a strip bar, right. and and they're gonna show actually the scene of the two people, but in the background, you're gonna see the woman on the pole. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you gotta watch uh, subjecting yourself subjecting subjecting subjecting, thank you, yourself to uh, these things because it draws you in. Before you know it, you're sitting there watching, you know, a love scene that in all honesty, you're not in a position to watch. No. Well, first off, if when you watch a love scene, even if you're husband and wife, if that thing is stimulating you, it's not your wife or it's not your husband, Right? So why Amen. that's that's like to me honestly you might as well have somebody come in your home and just do it right there in front of your it, it, right there in front of you you and your husband right there on your your, on carpet, on your carpet on your on your liver and carpet that's what it's like because listen if we're watching something and he gets stimulated. I'm like, I didn't do that. And then you're going to try to get with me? Oh, no. <laughs> That's not happening. That's not happening. So, but that happens all the time. You know, we've had situations where people said, well, you know, me and my wife, we watch, uh, we watch uh, those movies. And I'm talking about porn movies together. We watch it together. And then we get busy right after that. Because it enhances our ability to be able to go to another level in that. Well, think about it. You, you're, 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 you are not like. That's a lust
0: stimulus.
1: Yeah, that that is. That's
0: that's a lust stimulus. Saying you want to uh, intimacy, well, in- be intimate.
1: And we even had one person say, "Well, listen, I always get pornography where the man, uh, the woman looked just like the the the, the, the woman and looked like my wife." Yeah.
0: <laughs> he said, for the, from the neck up."
1: From the neck up, the woman looks like my wife. Are you kidding me?
0: Sorry about that. If you watch this.
1: But they don't know cuz there's plenty they don't of people know. that they don't do know that. I'm talking about there that. there are plenty of people that do that. They think it's okay because another state, they use because they use the scripture that talks about the marriage bed is undefiled. So they'll use that to say, "Oh, the marriage bed, anything goes in the marriage bed." No. You can actually be married and cross over to lust.
0: That's the next thing I got.
1: Is that the next thing? Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Well, well 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 this well she said something I, I want to hit this. She just said, said uh you know you want to watch getting into lust um and then try to control it and this is the thing only a, only a fool thinks they can control lust so so imagine what she said about being a married couple and you're trying to be stimulated through lust things we just read the scripture uh, in James chapter 1 it takes you further than you want to go makes you pay more than you want to pay and makes you st- make you stay longer than you want to stay it makes you pay more than you want to pay so you get more than the stimulus when you get caught up in lust you get the arguments, you get the losing your one to, you get the confusion, uh, you get the disconnect, you get all that too. You don't just get um feeling good. Well um, I was going yeah, yeah, thought Yeah, there.
1: I just I wanna I wanna say this too. Uh you also can easily cross over to getting to become freaky. Seriously, to become freaky because there are certain things that we have deemed in as a society that is okay when it comes to sexuality so you know you got bestiality i mean you know there's people mm-hmm. that think that that's okay you know but what happens is when you start to actually um... lust in a way in 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 that's not healthy sexually it eventually nothing can satisfy it. it there's nothing to quench that thirst and then now it goes into quink, uh, kinky kinky sex mm-hmm. and then from perversion. kinky sex it, it, to to perversion mm-hmm. where you uh, i had some faces out there like bestiology or whatever that's having uh, intercourse with animals yeah stuff like that eventually it's like it just gets
0: well well this it, is why so yeah. so so It may sound far-fetched, but what happens is when you get into lust, lust is insatiable. So what happens is after a while, you're numb to whatever you use as a stimulus. So now you have to do something else to get that same feeling. But then you're numb to that. But then you have to do something else. So that's why people start out and it's X-rated, double X, triple X, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Piercings and different things like Mm -hmm. that. Because what happens is it's insatiable. It's almost like a your body's designed that anything foreign that tries to come inside to, to stimulate it to create an immunity for that. So what what was stimulating originally your body to figure out a way to now, it's normal for your body. Mm-hmm. It's just like the first time any of us ever got high, well, I, I use me since, you know. Uh, but the first time I got high, it was, I was high, I was gone. But my my computer, my body said, okay, now we have to function on this half a joint. We have to be able to function. So now the half a joint ain't do nothing for me. Mm -hmm. So now I gotta go to the next level, on the next level, and the next level, and the next level. So that's how people get into that because it's insatiable. It's designed to stimulate you, but your body's been designed to be immune to it. Mm -hmm. So that's why people keep going too far. Mm -hmm. Because now they're numb after 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 a certain point they're numb. You know, what she said is, is you know, and people go in, married couples do this because they misinterpret the scripture. It is a scripture that says the marriage bed, talks about the marriage bed being undefiled. But it's saying you shouldn't defile the marriage bed. Mm-hmm. It's not saying, oh, whatever you do in marriage is all good. Because there's another scripture in 1 Corinthians 7, I believe 28, it talks about you can lust and be in marriage. Because, when it talks about the, you know, you know, Paul spends time talking about okay, if a person's a virgin, hey, if, you, if, if you're a virgin, you single, you good. If you leave it up to me, stay the way you are. But he said, if you get married, you're not in sin. And then it was saying, if a person is, is struggling in a marriage, stay in a marriage. He says don't try to. But but he said, if a person's be loose from a marriage and and gets married, he says you're fine. He says. But in all those cases, you, you're gonna be challenged in the flesh. You're gonna be challenged with, because what he's saying is, the virgin ain't never. They don't know how. Uh, uh, they can't. You pretty much are not tempted, because why? You don't know what the you don't know what it feel like. You ain't missing nothing, if I could put it that way. But once you've got involved with it well now this is a part of your life too Mm -hmm. and if you've been without sex for so long you know some people just go wild with it and it's saying the person that's that okay it's been loose from a marriage and they're single he says says, now once you get back in it you've missed something so it's saying that it's basically saying it's not it's just normal to be tempted but that's why we have to walk in the spirit we can't take it for granted i'm married now you know I'm married. And everything's t- good. Everything's going to be all good. No, I have to protect myself against allowing lust to enter in my covenant. That's good. Because now I'm arguing. I'm disconnect. We're in the same room, but we're not together. Um, My wife says something, and I wanted to give you this thought on what she said. Basically, you can't practice prefer- perversion. You can't practice perversion. Right. That's all the list of the things my wife said. And expect purity in your covenant. It, it just doesn't... I'm practicing perversion, but I want a pure connection in the covenant. It's just not going to happen. You can't demand intimate trash, but expect to live in a loving treasure. Mm. It just doesn't... It doesn't even make sense. So so, I, so I'm going to treat you and expect trash and perversion from you, but every day we're going to be walking in pure harmony. The two going to be one flesh. No, because when I expect perversion from you that's selfish like that's just me trying to feed lust that's not me connecting. trying to harmonize with you yeah right so fine I, I'll get what I want at the expense of us connecting
1: because so remember
0: lust divides
1: that's right you know and, and, and you know in a marriage it should be that it's used sexuality or sex, sex is used to connect right um, but you become one with that being said it's not just connecting to anything <laughs> within your 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 mate so for instance you know if you look at the anatomy of of male and female uh, the scripture I'm going to go back to genesis it says uh, be fruitful and multiply right mm-hmm. so now if you look at the way the anatomy is designed um is designed sexuality and to fulfill that particular uh, statement to be fruitful and multiply there's really only one way that that that's your body is designed to take in and eliminate so to put something <laughs> you know it, it, you know you know you got the picture leave it up to, the imagination. Leave it up to your imagination <laughs> but but i'm just saying you want to make sure and that's how you kind of gauge it is is it perverted you understand what? Your body is designed for a, a particular reason. There's an intent for your mouth. There's an intent for your right. your rectum. You leave it up to leave imagination. Up to imagination. <laughs> There's an intent for your body. <laughs> <laughs> There's just an intent for your body.
0: Yeah, don't just just don't. That's what perversion is—not using something for its original use. <laughs> and the thing is, like when you start to get caught up in the flesh it feeds you information that alienates you from the truth mm-hmm. and so it's easy to pervert you know the flesh clouds you from doing things the flesh should flip things into yeah I know that's what the original design is well let's just, let's just do it this this way and that's, it's not healthy because you've done it because well not you because we've done these things don't make them right God has a way, and that's the thing. The, the thing is, do we want to do things God's way? Now and, and respectfully, we may go, huh, that's fine. I would rather the pleasure of sin for a season than the fulfillment of God in my future. Everybody has that choice. But as 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 pastors, like we gotta give you the information. Now you're making a healthy choice. Mm. But we're not giving you the, we're not, you're not making a healthy choice. We don't give you the information. We don't want you to be mad. Man, ain't nobody doing that or that. Everybody can respond those ways because you do this in your household sometimes. If somebody give you a snapback, the conversation's over. Mm -hmm. Now, you have a different perspective on this. You even have a question about this. But as soon as there's a snapback or somebody tell you you tripping and if you deal with any level of insecurity, you shut down, you're done. Or it might just be non-confrontational. I, I respect that. I don't want to be confrontational. I want everybody. We want everybody to like us. But this is God's way, and so we're still in fulfilling relationships, which there are very few of them. I, I mean, I know this is. I know this is on a video, but and I'm not putting one down. But I hadn't seen no fulfilling relationship until in, until the Lord showed me one in my marriage. I hadn't seen it. I didn't even know it was possible. That's like a fantasy. And I remember, a, I never even thought about it as a consideration until she brought it up. She says, "Baby, you know, I hadn't seen no, nobody fulfilled in relationship in, in, in my family. And when she said it, I was like, huh? I never even thought about it. So I started trying to look, couldn't find out. It's gotta be a reason for that. Not, uh, not because these people tripping, this, that, nothing. It's a reason for that because again we just it's easy for us to accept the perverted or the compromise it's been a struggle for us to accept God's way like it's just been so easy like we don't even question a lot of times the compromise we just roll with that but when God says something oh come on I, nobody really can do that there's a whole lot of people doing it and so 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 i, I want us to think it through, pray through it, have these considerations. We always talk about this. Uh, the Bible says in Amos 3.3, three. can two walk together unless they be agreed? So whether it's we're in the church, like our relationships are affected by lust in church. Everything was fine on the team, and all of a sudden the person just started tripping on you. Like, where did that come from? Feeding the flesh. Whether people, honestly, like where did it come from? Like, Everybody's operating business usual <laughs> and all of a sudden, person's tripping. See, so we're, we're that selfish aspect of our private lives are trashing our public lives. Mm, that's good. That 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 flesh aspect of our private lives is trashing our public lives and running through our public lives like it ain't nothing. It's affecting all of our relationships, and so and so we're gonna. Man, there's some things coming, but we have to be in agreement, man. We have to be in agreement. Me and this lady, we have to be in agreement. This church, we have to be in agreement. So when I hear something, you know, I apologize to you guys last couple of weeks. I probably got to do it again this week. I don't know. You know, like, yeah, because people, everybody ain't here. So I'm like, well, I put myself in this. But anyway, but I'm fine, as long as we're in agreement. Like, I'm not, we have to be in agreement. Me and her, if, if you know, if there's any funk, I'm telling funk can't last long because the agreement is important and you you have to fight. I want to make this last comment, okay? Uh, you have to fight because agreement is intimate. Agreement, intimacy you see, intimacy. I, I learned that from Pastor Mal. So agreement is intimate. And this is the thing, like, our passion, think about it, like, so we go to church, we're excited, then all of a sudden now we're just sitting there, now we're not reading, now we're going through the motions. What's happening? Your passion is being stolen, and most of the time your passion is stolen through lust. You look at a relationship, what happened to the people that went down the aisle? Like, when they come in to, for counseling or stuff like that in certain situations, first thing I say, people are going to have misunderstandings. I get that. But when somebody's throwing venom at the other person, that kind of rubs me the wrong way. I'm, I'm an advocate for that. I don't, I don't like that. Ask somebody to leave. This is the early years. Ask somebody to leave. Leave our place of residence, because they, they they were breaking a person down, like humiliating. Okay, I get it. You know, uh, uh, you you're less than this, and you're less than that. So I can't have you do that at my house. So y'all gotta leave. Because <laughs> that that's what happened to the people that went down the aisle. See. If you get caught up, and this is male or female, in lust, it steals the passion. It steals the pursuit. It steals that want to, like Pastor Mel said. So your whole way of operating starts to change now. Everything starts to change. Uh, you've seen this great athlete was doing all these different things. You'd be like, what happened to his passion? It's, it's in that bottle of lust. It steals that stuff. And not. And that's the devil's job. I need to tempt you over here. I'm going to tempt you over here in private so I can destroy everything you do in public.
1: So with that (laughs) that being said, that was good. Um, You know, it's difficult to talk about um, uh, sexuality in church. In fact, you don't find many churches talking about it at all. But like he was talking about, it's important because a lot of the sexuality is happening behind the scenes, but it's openly displayed uh, with one another. And so I, I, in one breath, it's like I apologize, but in another breath, it's like this is what we have to do because it's a part of our life. It's not going to go away. And to be honest with you, that, that would be blood on our hands if we didn't talk about it so although it 's uncomfortable for you it 's just as uncomfortable for us, even knowing how to even like you know obviously i, I there's some uh, uh what do you call it uh, uh t- what do you call it when you t-
0: personal files personal
1: fouls <laughs> that I did when I tried to explain certain things because I hadn't really, you know, had to explain that in front of an audience of in here as well as TV Land. So those of you that are in TV Land, if I offended you in any way, uh, I am a I, I do apologize. But it is something that we are mandated by God to talk about the spirit, soul, and body, and so this is just a part of our life. Right. So it, it is.
0: That's good. All right. So so let's let's uh, let's get some thoughts, some insights, some questions some t- so where were you challenged um some transparent discussion <laughs>